Bidzy Small Business Society number 22. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, we are excited to talk to Rob Montana, a.k.a. The Strapsmith. Rob has created a successful business crafting completely handmade and hand-stitched straps. He strives for old-world artisan excellence and is the strapsmith to the stars, which I want to talk a little more about later. When not working at the bench crafting leather, Rob is an avid outdoorsman and adventurer, extreme sports enthusiast, and even competes in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Rob, welcome. Can you tell us more about yourself and your business? Sure, happy to do so. Just a little background history. I went to school, uh, medical field, and I graduated with a master's degree in physical therapy. And I worked in the field for about six and a half years before resigning. And really, for me, I've always had an interest in watches. And so particularly one brand that stuck with me, and it was Panerai. And it was uh, an Italian brand, but now being made in Switzerland. And uh, through research of the brand, I kind of stumbled across a group called Paneristi, who are these aficionados of uh, the brand. And so it's almost like a cult-like following. So I went to this little get-together they had in Seattle. And while there, uh, it was blown away with the type of people that were there. It was anybody from me, a PT, to like a Fortune 500 company owner. And everyone just had this you know, common denominator of interest being the watch brand. So when I was there, I thought, you know, I, these straps are pretty cool on these watches. And this guy had rolled out these, this case of other aftermarket uh, watch straps. So I, I looked at them. I thought, oh, these are pretty cool. I want to see if I can make one of these. So I, uh, I went to McPherson's Leather the next day and bought some pretty awful leather and some even worse tools and some how-to books and uh, kind of went to work. And one of the guys that was there, I told him I was going to make some for myself. And he said, oh, if, you, if you're going to make a few more, make me some. I'll buy, I'll buy from you. I said, all right. So Made him, yeah, I made him uh, five straps and he FedExed me an envelope full of cash and kind of the rest is history. <laughs> it took off from there. Um, and then a year, just about a year later, I, I resigned from PT um, to run this business full time. I, I was kind of looking for a way out of healthcare anyway. And um, so now it's nine years down the road and uh, doing great. Um, expanded really well, have about 8,500 customers worldwide uh, on a mailing list and uh, wow. and uh, pretty active on social media, of course, and whatnot. And, you know, followed all the steps of all the small business, uh, non-traditional, I, I guess I'd just say more online entrepreneur type, um, you know, followings um, similar like, you know, obviously Pat Flynn and uh, John Lee Dumas and, um, you know, of course, a long time ago, Ferris's book, The Four Hour Work Week. Of course, you know, yeah. Rung true with many chords in my body. So, um, yeah, it's been almost an adventure in itself. It has been an adventure in itself, just the 
lifestyle change and things that happened since. So that was kind of a long-winded answer to your question. That's perfect. That's what I think we're looking for, Rob. So like many of us, you spent a lot of your time and a lot of your money on your education. What was the moment? Get us into your head. What was the moment you decided to leave physical therapy behind and take the leap into your business? Well, the moment when I decided to leave was when my wife approved my departure, really. <laughs> it was when I was able to show her my PayPal account and the income that I was generating from producing these straps was then exceeding my physical therapy income. And at the time, it was painful because that pain period was that I was working from you know 7 to 4 each day in PT, and then I would come home and work till sometimes 1 or 2 in the morning to get straps and then get up and repeat it. So... But I didn't, didn't need any money from the uh, income of the straps, so I just continued to put it back in the business and became obsessed with buying the highest quality tools and the highest quality leather. And you know, took a trip to Italy and I was fumbling around in the you know industrial tannery region of Italy looking for you know someone to deal with me direct so I could get great leathers. And um, so basically, when my wife said, "Okay, yeah, long enough. You've suffered long enough, and you've proven." That is sustainable and uh, repeatable and you are you know continuing to increase every month so that's when i felt safe to jump ship perfect you were allowed to go ahead and do that right yeah <laughs> uh, so rob just taking a quick look at your website it's pretty clear that you take time for play as much as you do work um what else is keeping you excited and motivated right now what gets you out of bed every morning well mostly what I've done since I quit PT is that a lot, this structure of running a small business, though can be time consuming at the beginning, has allowed me a lot of freedom and time. And so I generally get up around 5.30 each morning and I get most of my work done before the crew arrives, somewhere around 8.30, 9 o'clock. And, and I basically have taken on over the last couple of years a lot of things in life that I've always wanted to learn or allowed myself more time to do. So for a couple of years, I raced on a national enduro cross circuit and for motorcycles and recently kind of starting a side business with a powered paragliding with a buddy of mine. And and then, of course, jiu-jitsu takes a ton of time. And then uh, I did sailing study and certifications for quite some time. So a lot of the things I would not been able to do or would have been very difficult to do with my regular um, job through the hospital, which was a great employer. It just was a completely different lifestyle than what I was yearning for. So, Sure. It didn't allow you to pursue, the, pursue those other passions that you had in life. Correct. Um, yeah. So you're, you're launching another business, but what has been uh, the, the biggest challenge in getting the strapsmith off the ground or maybe translate those challenges into the business that you're launching now? Sure. Well, I think the new business launch will be quite a bit different than my Strapsmith uh, white strap business. The reason why is because the, uh, I, the, I went through something that probably most people starting businesses won't have the luck of what I had, but I was active on a, a one single watch forum. And at the time, I would build a strap and I would put it on the sale forum of or a sales sub forum of this watch forum. Well, what would happen was the guys would buy, see them, buy them, and then they would turn, post them on the main forum. And then what I found out is that they weren't only active on one forum, but maybe two or three watch forums. And then some maybe luxury forums that had sub forums of other watches. And so I did absolutely zero marketing. I had zero social media sites set up, but I became ridiculously buried in work. And I, I had done no traditional form of advertising. Um, I built, like everybody else, I started late in building my email um, list. And 
um, and then slowly started studying and improving my social media. So I really didn't, I was quite lucky in that the people would show their stuff off and I didn't have to advertise or, you know, show my wares all the time. Um, how that's going to be different with the new businesses is that where the Strapsmith is a global business, I service customers worldwide. This is going to be a local business where it'll be people maybe stretch. I live in Northwest Montana. So coming down from out of Canada, um, but then also, you know, within the Montana region. So it's going to be a lot of local, um, th- you know, thrive for the community and being able to get up and fly and, and, uh, being a dealer for this larger company. So, uh, the plan is to kind of be all in for two years, get it established and then step back because, uh, you know, come to really enjoy the, all the free time that I have to do whatever I want. So. Excellent stuff. So this, like you said, the Strapsmith does ship internationally and your business is seeing some success. So what does that success really look like for you? What's the most rewarding part of being the Strapsmith? I guess now it's the most rewarding part is just realizing those goals that I established. I, I kind of was very systematic in the way I'm doing it. It was very structured to where I would be able to achieve the lifestyle that I wanted and have the time off. But like most people, it seems like you either have the time or you have the money, but not often both. And I've, I guess the biggest thing was being able to achieve that finally, um, just to pursue those life, um, you know, ambitions. So that's probably the thing that I'm most excited about. Is just having that free time to pursue those other passions is what you're saying, right? It is, yeah. And actually be able to afford to go do them too. So Rob, I want to go back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. You are the strapsmith to the stars. Who is actually wearing your watch straps? It's been a, a kind of an interesting journey that route uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of um, celebrities, it can be Arab sheiks, it can be uh, musicians. Uh, uh, I Yeah, it's crazy that uh, how people get in touch with you, whether or not it's direct or with their agents, but like I've built straps for uh, Jay Leno, a um, couple of you know famous football players, basketball players, um, a couple of I, I don't know who they are, but very wealthy um, Arabs. One for John Mayer, uh, and so and another musician is Zach Brown, a Zach Brown band, a country band. Um, so and then some people I intentionally won't say just because it was their confidentiality with everything with the agents that they asked. But yeah, it's been it's been a crazy ride for sure. Sounds like it. So it's a, you have some impressive clientele to have as your brand ambassadors. So with these high-profile and high-powered brand ambassadors who ultimately do some of your marketing for you, are you actually doing anything proactively to grow your business yourself, or you do do you mostly rely on those brand ambassadors? Just stepping back a little bit, um, along I was very aggressive and active in social media, um, primarily um, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, a little bit of Twitter. Google Plus, um, and so on. And you know, you strive for putting it out there enough to where a couple of um, high-profile uh, bloggers or video bloggers or YouTubers or whatnot will will pick it up and maybe do a review. And that had been continuing to happen little by little, alongside with um, more traditional style of celebrities. So, in June of this last summer, a guy named Casey Neistat, who's a prolific YouTuber. Um, did a review on the Apple Watch and this um, reclaimed Louis Vuitton uh, strap that I had made from a bag for him and did a video. And then like overnight, you know, just to kind of give you some specific numbers, normally I have somewhere between 900 and 1,000 people on the site per day. And 
after he posted his video blog, I had like 19,000 people on the site the next day. Oh, and just so, blowing up. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be exciting, right? Yeah. And the most consistent exciting thing is that since then, the traffic on my site since June has has it doubled on a daily basis and has maintained that. And so with that exposure, um, you know, other people found it, they bought it, they blogged about it, video blogged about it, and it had continued to grow that way also. So I have um, more business than I know what to do with. And then that's the most stressful part is being able to um, have decent turnaround time so people aren't waiting so long where normally it would be, you know, one and a half to two weeks where now I'm closer to 48, 50 days for turnaround. And that's going full speed with um, six people working side by side together with me. So Sure. And it sounds like, you know, as long as you're churning out a product, a valuable product, giving that value to your customers, they're going to they're going to be happy to wait. They're going to be happy to work within that time frame that you need to deliver that product. OK, let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Fibsy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone searching for someone to complete your project? Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back, and let local businesses come to you. Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time-consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. So, Rob, is there a book, a podcast, or any other resource that you would recommend for our listeners? From a small business standpoint um, or you know, an entrepreneur-type standpoint, um, I think there's such a wealth out there now you know, including your own um, side as a resource, hopefully. And uh, sure, thanks. Yeah, and then you know the ones that I originally gravitated towards was uh, um, Pat Flynn's, you know, Smart Passive Income. Um, sure. I have um, uh, Andrew Darian's E-Commerce Fuel, um, uh, John's uh, Entrepreneur on Fire, and and not just the resources that they're providing specifically, but also the stories that they incorporate from fellow people like myself that I've really been able to pick up, you know, bits and pieces from. Um, and then the multitude of books that they list that you come across. Um, there's such a, there's such a list now, um, of books that, you know, can touch you in just the smallest little way, even if it's one, you know, one paragraph out of one chapter out of one book that can have a, you know, a radical effect. I would say get your hands, read the reviews and read as many as you can, as often as you can. Download every single podcast you can. And every time you're in the car or working out or whatever, just consume and it'll keep you just completely fired up um, to, you know, make those leaps and bounds and provide that motivation you need to, to stay after it. Because even though it seems very slow at first, if you, you know, if you stick with it, 
and the idea is viable, it'll, you'll, you'll get to where you want to be. So Rob, I have a few more questions for you. The next one is this. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about pursuing your passions and maybe leaving your nine to five job and starting your own business? You know, leaving your nine to five job is, is difficult to do because you may have gotten your place into of security. You know, you have a decent income, you have, you know, maybe benefits that you um, are hard to replace and whatnot. And it's risky. And so, but I think with preparation and research um, to make that leap to starting your own business um, can be hugely rewarding. Uh, the biggest thing I found is that when I left work, my traditional job at PT, you know, my brain would shut off around, you know, half an hour before I left work and it wouldn't turn on until half an hour uh, before I came back to work. Where now I'm, I usually have kind of work going on in my head all the time, but I am able to do it remotely, uh, which has been really nice. And so for me, it's been a thousand times worth it. I, I would do it again, again and again. I mean, I, there's no question in my mind that it was the right decision for me. And uh, it's been rewarding in so many ways from the smallest detail. I work from home, so that's it's a, it's a big thing. Um, and every little thing that goes along with it. So for me, I mean, like, in speaking to anyone else who is thinking about doing this, I would say, you know, I mean, just find that intensity, find that passion and, you know, don't stop because it, it doesn't feel like work when you're doing it. And when I was at PT, you know, one hour felt like eight when I was working here, eight hours felt like one. So I knew I was on the right track. So Rob, you're growing your team, you're scaling your business. What does the future look like for you and the Strapsmith? So I'm aware of, you know, whether or not the things that I'm doing are, you know, with the scalability factor and how much I wanted to scale. And, um, for me personally, I am not interested in scaling too large, um, for a few reasons. And, um, for the most being is that the product I produce is very bespoke. It's very, very custom. It's very personal. It's hand from start to finish. There's no tools, you know, it's hand stitched. Everything's finished and it takes time. And I never want to get to the point where it feels like a manufactured product where it's just being pumped out. I want that. Sure. You don't want those machines to replace that, uh, that hands-on kind of feel that you have on your product. Is that yes. right? Yeah, that's right. Cause there's so much of that out there already. So, um, I, I could scale it. I've turned out a lot of offers for larger project projects, um, here and there, but I've been able to compensate that not by scaling by actually doing some consulting work for some larger, uh, brands. And, um, you know, if one, for example, uh, worked with for quite some time is a new brand out of Detroit called Shinola, uh, American lifestyle brand. They're trying to bring manufacturing back to the U S. And so that was a whole wild adventure in itself working with them and, in the manufacturing process and getting stuff set up in Detroit and trying to revitalize Detroit. So for me, I'd like to keep it um, somewhat small. I don't want to get to the point where I then have to now purchase more space. I have a you know building on our property that is dedicated for this business. And when I reach the, the bulging point of that, I don't know that I need to go any larger because lifestyle is good, the income is good. And um, I, I would rather grow and learn um, elsewhere outside my business at this time than concentrate on trying to, you know, get this thing as big as I possibly can, because I don't necessarily know that I want the heartache or headache that can come along with that. Okay, Rob. Well, I have one last question for you. How can people connect with you? 
I'm usually very active on my social media account for uh, for the business under the Strapsmith, and that's either on um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, so on and so forth, Pinterest. But um, I've, I've dialed that back since June just because I can't handle any more business just yet. So, but what I'm, I'm still there, and uh, personally, uh, I'm Farrington two forty three two four three on that's F A R R I N G T O N two four three on uh, my personal social media side. If you kind of want to see what my business has allowed me to do lifestyle wise, um, kind of the adventures I'm up to. And then of course, www.thestrapsmith.com. Um, and then all my links to social media are there too, as well as contact information. Rob, we appreciate you allowing us to reach out to you and allowing us to uh, step into the mind of the Strapsmith today. Thanks so much for your time today. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate it as well. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 